persevere as the year comes on. Don't be discouraged. Don't be disheartened and realize that none of us know what the future holds. Welcome back to the second part of a conversation with my good friend, John Harrison. John's already doing the hmm. That's a joke that we had earlier, but John, we welcome you back. We're talking about 2017. People want to be productive in 2017. We're talking about Star Wars. How in the world did the two help each other? How could they not? (laughs) And and we agree. So uh, if you'd be willing just to give us a very brief rundown of session one, people may have just heard that or they're tuning in for the first time. Uh, Let's just chat about uh, our first chat. Yes. (laughs) A a summary, if you will. Let's talk about talking. I'm good with that. Well, so we tackled the first original series, I guess you could say the episodes four, five, and six, and then we ventured into seven because numbers work that way. Yeah. Yeah. Touched on that and and really just talked about this idea of setting yourself up for success Mm -hmm. and and what are some of those those lessons. I want to give them all away, but what I will say is some of the highlights included finding out who your Yoda was. Right. That was great. And uh, lessons you can learn from being frozen in carbonite. Yes. What that has to do with goal setting and, and trying and failing and learning and uh, and using the forest, getting really visual about right. what you want your goals to look like and seeing success and blowing up that Death Star before it even really happened. So so that's kind of that overview. And how Boba Fett, I'm not oh, saying yeah. his name right. Yeah. <laughs> how he Boba. Called, yeah, yeah. What, what desired outcomes did he want? You know, like I, I think that was a really good conversation for the person that's saying, hey, give me the meat. Mm. You know, I want this year to rock. I, I understand the prep. Let's go to the meat. Where do you want to start with that? Wow. Well, you know, I don't know if we're going to be able to pull that out of episodes one through three. But, <laughs> one through uh, three, yeah, <laughs> there's different opinions on that. There's some different opinions. I, you know, I fall into the camp where... Let's just say I'm a I'm a fan of the fan edit. Okay. That took all three of them, blended them together, and <laughs> worked things together for the continuity. I believe the the version I like is called the Phantom Edit, where it took uh, episodes one through three and made it uh, about a three hour long adventure that that had a lot less sand in uncomfortable places. <laughs> I'm gonna let that mellow for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Well, so let's talk about this. You know, for some of us, goal setting is something we're familiar with. We we did this last year mm-hmm. and we probably did it around the same time yep. as the year's wrapping up. And, and some re- of us failed. Well, and, and you know what? That happens. Yes. But there, there's no shame in that. Well, maybe there was. I don't know what your goals were, but <laughs> what I'm going to make my wife happy every day. <laughs> <laughs> so smart goals are realistic. No, no, just kidding. Totally kidding there. Uh, I am happily married almost 14 years and it is by keeping goals relative to happy wife happy life of course that is encouraged on this show (laughs) people to know that Uh, no doubt that being said i'm thinking back to when episode one first came out and i remember i was uh concluding my i was actually i was in between high school and college at that time i remember all the anticipation just like many of us are anticipating a new year. Yes. I remember going in with expectations. And unlike episode one, I want to reflect on what can we do to set ourselves up not to be disappointed. <laughs> Again, my bias I is like showing. The spin there. Yeah. <laughs> Some of you might have enjoyed it. So, you know, that's the whole thing is that different things have different takes on them. And and again, I'm lighthearted. They, they all have their own place. So I, I don't mean to bash them too much. We're fans. We yes. love them. But that being said, there were people who were disappointed. And so some of us are disappointed with our performance in the year towards our goals. So what do we do going into this new year? What are some things we can do? Well, the one thing I remember 
from episode one was that friendship you saw between Qui-Gon Jinn, yes. say it right, and, and Obi-Wan. It, it was a mentor-mentee relationship, but there was a friendship there. And Jared, I want to say I appreciate your friendship. You know, you, you can be my Qui-Gon Jinn any day. And the reason I say that is it's important to have partners as you approach a goal, someone who will back you up, mm. uh, who will help you out, who will encourage you. And sometimes they can teach you and sometimes uh, you are the ones teaching them. And so don't underestimate the power, not of the dark side, but of having a good friend. Does this relate to this idea? I've heard Dave Ramsey talk about, hey, if you want to be skinny, you know, you need to go hang out with skinny people. Is that kind of what you're talking about here? Uh, Well, I think that's a big key in success. So you would not see Obi-Wan becoming a better Jedi if he went out and hung out with a bunch of droids, you know. It's just not going to improve his his quality of what he's trying to achieve. So you're right. You, you want to hang out with others who are like-minded. You want to hang out with others who are going to spur you on to the, the performance levels that you want and people that you can encourage as well. So there's, there's definitely that need to be around the right crowd, hands down. Uh, you're an analytical guy, John, or you strike me as that. How do you measure things when you're making those plans? And can that tie into Star Wars? Well... You know, I'm going to have to harken back to your original quote from Yoda, do or do not, there is no try. And what I want to do is cross-reference that with a, a former guest and uh, mentor of mine, uh, Dr. Marshall Goldsmith. Yes. You know, you and I had a great chance to have an amazing, for me, life-changing conversation with Dr. Goldsmith a, a few hundred episodes ago. And his approach to goal setting isn't so much about trying to nail down that idea of those measurable points. It's about effort, right? So here's what he does. He asks himself, you know, if my goal is to become a better employee or a better father, I'm going to rate myself every day on a scale of zero to 10. How much effort did I make towards being successful in this area? So if I want to be a better employee, I want to get really specific and say, you know, I want to do my very best. So on a scale of one to 10, how hard did I try today to be my best? And what's interesting about this approach is it kind of puts you on the hook there. It's not a measure of succeeding or failing of whether I met a goal or not. It's measuring your effort. And we all know when we've tried hard to meet those goals, you know, if you're doing a goal that's around exercise, if I want to get up and I want to run three miles every day, if I get up and I run three miles, I'm successful. If I don't, I failed. But this approach says on a scale of zero to 10, how hard did I try to get up and run those three miles? Because I'll be honest, there are days that I didn't run those three miles, and I also didn't try very hard. Mm. And that creates that sense of accountability of, did I put forth the effort? Now, let's be honest, there are also days where I put forth maybe a seven or an eight in effort, and because of circumstances, whether it was raining, whether uh, I overslept, something occurred, I didn't meet that goal. But I know that I put forth a certain degree of effort. So I think that's what we need to look at as we go into goals, not so much about this pass-fail approach. It's are we really putting forth the effort to make those goals happen? And if we do that on a daily basis and then we involve a friend, an accountability partner, if you will, if I knew that you were going to call me every single day, say, hey, Jonathan, on a scale of one to 10, how hard did you try to be the best husband you could for your wife? And I know you're going to call me, then I guarantee you, even if it's five minutes before your call, I'm going to be putting some serious effort into making sure I don't tell you a one, two, or three. Can you imagine if our friendships, though, were that focused and that, ah, what's the word I'm looking for? That, you know, we're, we're, that was actually happening, you know, daily where I knew John was going to check on me. And uh, man, I think that would make a big, big difference. Yeah. I mean, it, I don't want to be that annoying would. friend, but I, uh, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, that's definitely the kind of relationships that I would like to have, you know? 
Well, and that comes back to the permission, right? So if I give you permission to do so, you give me permission to, to fire off a text every morning saying, hey, Jonathan, scale of one to 10, and, and we know what that means, then that's a great thing. That's why some people would just pay someone to do that because, <laughs> you know, yeah. you got some skin in the game. And, and if, right. you know, I'll give you $5 a month to text me every day, you know, maybe that would work for some. I, I don't know. But ultimately, I think it's about that idea of being on the hook and making that effort because I, I know we all have days that we just don't feel feel it, you know? Episode two. There's got to be yes. some redeeming quality that ties into setting up our 2017 the right way and implementing it. Let's hear it. So do you remember the uh, the proper title for episode two? Uh, remind me. <laughs> it, was, it was the, the uh, attack of the clones. Mm, clone. Yeah. Yeah. So don't let this year be a clone of your last year. Mm. Some of you may be tempted to ride your laurels. You may have set certain goals. I'm going to challenge you to go further than that. If you met your goals last year, you got to push harder. You got to go further. If you didn't meet your goals, I'm going to encourage you to push further anyways. Yeah. And the idea behind is, is be there's hard. two schools of thought, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> but even if you're, you, maybe you didn't meet your goals. I'm saying raise the goals higher. Yeah. And, and so here's the thought process behind that is that there's a couple schools of thought. Some people say you want to set a realistic goal so you can achieve it and feel really good about it. So let's say an income goal. If you're starting up a business, my goal is to make $50,000. Maybe that's a comfortable amount of money. For some, that, that might be a stretch. If you're starting from scratch, that, that could be a very big stretch. Well, there might be some say, that's a, that's a really bad year for me if that's all I did. Sure. And so 50000 is a fair example because there are a fair amount of businesses that could make that. If you look at you know the $100 startup, sure. that book was focused on businesses that made 50000 or more. So it had a bunch of profiles of, of businesses that could do that. Great book. So it, it is. Chris Gilbo. So, Who's been a guest on the show, by the way. Yes. And, and you should check out his stuff about travel. He's actually helped me get a free plane ticket to Peru through using some of his strategies for, for no travel hacking. kidding. Yeah, yeah. Are so, you at liberty to share that story real fast? That's, uh, that's you not know really what? interesting. It was just picking up the, uh, the Chase Sapphire card and putting every single one of my expenses on that. And then you cancel the card before the fee sets in. You've got your points that you've accumulated. There's 50,000 bonus points for the certain threshold of spending, which most of us can meet with our regular bills. And then you get airline tickets with those points. The second trick is you then take those points and you convert them to frequent flyer miles for an airline of choice, which get you a better deal. And basically the short version of that is frequent flyer points will get you closer to actual miles as opposed to a dollar value. So sometimes plane tickets go up or down. The miles will actually give you a better deal on that airline. So so that's that's the short version. bonus there. Yeah. For those who, who are travel-minded in their goals for 2017. Yes. So that, that might be a goal for some of you. <laughs> in fact, and here's, I should probably leverage this, I won't. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. one of the other things you can do, every time you refer someone to the Chase Sapphire card, you get a 10,000-point bonus. So it, it basically has an affiliate program built in. So if you refer someone else, they sign up, you get another 10,000 points, which goes a long way to another flight. So someone could, you know, enterprising minds could do some great work with that. John, can I persuade you to go in debt with this new credit card? It's Chase Sapphire. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> How would you like to pay 26% interest on everything yeah, yeah, you I'm do? Just, I'm looking out for you, buddy. Right? Uh, <laughs> It'll help me get a flight. <laughs> <laughs> well, since you put it that way, no. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, back at episode two, <laughs> the other thought process, maybe, so the first thought process is you set your goals that you can achieve. And you know you're going to achieve them and you're going to feel good about it. And it might be a little stretch, but you know you can make it. It's achievable. Yes. It's doable. The other approach, which I'm really encouraging in this case, is be unrealistic. 
So if you set, instead of setting your goals for 50,000, set them for 500,000. You say, wait, Jonathan, that's crazy. Yeah, it is a little crazy. But what if you made it? I once heard that comment of, what was that? Shoot for the moon. No, and if you no, not miss, that. No. You land amongst the stars. Is, is that not what we're talking about here? Especially with Star Wars. You know, I, I'm just going to leave that one alone. And um, <laughs> all right. What, what I, I do want to say, though, is that if you were to make your goal 500,000, half a million dollars, and you only met halfway of your goal, you would be so much better off than grand. the person who made that 50 grand. So that's the scenario where you have to realize that the type of thinking that gets you 500,000 is at a different level than the type that gets you 50,000. And the point is, is how can you stretch yourself and just not let 2017 be a clone of 2016? Well said. Okay, so we've got one more episode here. Episode three. Yes. Revenge of the Sith. Are you saying that people should take revenge, you know, in their 2017 goals? uh, (laughs) You know, I got to think about this one for a little bit because this was one of the the better films as we got to the end. What we saw at the end of it uh, was a bit of a tragedy, right? Yeah. We we saw... Maybe it's a lesson on one not to do. We saw the birth of Darth Vader. Mm -hmm. You know, we saw Anakin Skywalker and his transformation. We, We saw the end of an empire, essentially, and the start of a new one. And so there are circumstances that are going on in the world around us. You know, we, we recently in the United States here had a presidential election. Some are thrilled and others are terrified. The point is, in the midst of all the chaos saw in this... Samuel Jackson allegedly die. Yes. I mean, when does that happen? It doesn't happen often. That, yeah. He survived snakes on a plane. I can't even comment. <laughs> Nor should you. All right. <laughs> so... <laughs> But in the midst of all the turmoil that was happening in that film, the the entire galaxy was turning upside down. Life didn't stop. There still continued to be heroes. There still continued to be a protagonist. There still continued to be uh, forces of good amidst much evil that occurred. And those things set up episodes four, five, and six. They did. That's something to consider as well. 2017 is setting you up for 2018 and so on and so forth. So. And Not so, to if get you too deep here. well, yeah, but if you feel like 2016 was a bit of chaos, well, th- that doesn't mean that 2017 is going to be the same. And so, persevere as the year comes on. Don't be discouraged. Don't be disheartened. And realize that none of us know what the future holds. So, what happens when you have failed? What's the advice on hitting that reset button? Or is that the advice? Well, you know, you see, determination is a theme throughout. There's that persistence. I think that. When it comes down to failure, failure is what you make of it. You know, there are those who thought the first three episodes were a failure and there are those who didn't. And I think what you said was really important is what some saw as a shortcoming really did set the stage for greater things later on. Right. And it's hard to deny the influence of episodes one through three on what episode seven became. True. And that has further set the stage for expansion far beyond that. I, you know, I don't know. My wife and I and my son, we're, we're big Disney fans. And so we had a, uh, a Disney uh, annual pass as a Florida resident here, which is one of those things that, you know, you take for granted being a Florida resident that you can get these passes. And we had a chance to check out the new expansion that Disney had themed around Star Wars and their Hollywood studios. And it was just amazing to see how decades later, the legacy of these stories of these characters was still being brought to life. And you don't know what little goals you accomplish today, whether it's a success or a failure. You don't know the impact that'll have years later, generations later. I mean, think, do you, I mean, who, who could have thought 
I don't, I don't know. Maybe you thought this. I didn't. I never imagined being the age I am today, having a son and being able to go to Toys R Us and see Star Wars toys on the shelf. Oh, well, that's something to be grateful for. That's for sure. <laughs> right. And uh, my daughter was a pink Darth Vader yes. princess for Halloween. I mean, so who'd have thought? I was, I, I was very proud. <laughs> so, and, and rightfully so. I, I think good parenting. Yeah, my wife yeah. made that costume, by the way. A, a I have a picture of it on my job. Facebook if people want to see it. And they do. Yeah. Trust me. My son just got into the, uh, the Funko Pop toy line, these little vinyl action figures. And, and so his first two were actually from the upcoming Rogue One series. So uh, he picked up the one drawer. Like the big heads. The, yeah, they got the big oh, plastic yeah, bobbly awesome. head. I mean, yeah. I didn't realize what a thing these were. I tried so hard to stay away from them because I, I am a you collector a, by nature. Yeah, you are a collector. And I don't need to start something I can't finish. <laughs> are you a toy hoarder? Is that what uh, you're saying? You know what? I was for a, a short time. When I say short, I mean about uh, 22 years or so. <laughs> I have been on hiatus. And uh, now I'm giving my son the opportunity to pick up where I left off. Good for him. And, and, and those are some slick toys. And again, <laughs> these are things that who could have imagined this? Mm-hmm. And, and so the goals you set today and the plans you make today, who's to say the impact that it could have generations later? John, I am grateful for this insight. I don't think that people knew what they were getting into going into that first episode of this conversation. But if they're not saying, hey, I feel relieved, I feel prepared for 2017, and shame on us. Yes. So, harshly judge us, if you will. Hashtag starve wars. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we, I'm grateful for your time, John, and uh, definitely excited to see what 2017 has for you. As am I. I'm looking forward to it. Well, thank you. It's always a pleasure to be here. And really, there's really only one fitting way to sign off, and uh, that's by saying... May the force be with you. I thought we were going to take our straws from our drinks and do a little lightsaber war, but we'll also end with... (laughs) That's on the uh, the bonus content. (laughs) Are we allowed to give away our our mystery location now? I think the food was good enough that that would be an appropriate thing. (laughs) All right, so uh, don't tell anyone, but we've met at Old Heidelberg Restaurant here in Fort Lauderdale, a very super German location. Uber German. And uh, if you get a chance, go for it. I got to say I've had a blast. As have I. All right. Thanks, John.